Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pastor Kevin Rollins would blow the trumpet ministries. Today's message is entitled, The Church. I'll be coming out of Matthew 16, verses 13 through 18. From the Message Bible. When Jesus arrived in the villages of Caesarea Philippi, he asked this, he asked his disciples, what are people saying about who the Son of Man is? They replied, some think he is John the Baptizer, some say Elijah, some Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. He pressed them, and how about you? Who do you say I am? Simon Peter said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus came back. God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get the answer out of the books or from the teachers. My father in heaven, God himself, let you in on this secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you are, really are. You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just ask that we get a clear revelation, Father, dear Lord, of what your church is, Father, dear Lord. We know that your church is the body of Christ, Father, dear Lord, and we need to bond together with that body, Father, in an adhesive bond. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise that you will bring this revelation to your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus came to his own people, the Jews. But despite the testimony of John the Baptist, that Christ was someone who surpassed him in rank, and existed long before arriving on earth, they didn't want him. See, our Savior came to die in order to save those who were lost. The church is God's chosen instrument to uphold and publicly display the truth of God to the world. How sad it is when the beauty of the truth of God is marred by a cracked foundation and shaky pillars. This is what the world seems to think of the church. When the church fails to be what it is called to be, the message of the gospel is, to that extent, disgraced. One of the difficulties of human communication is that the same word conveys different meanings to different people. For example, the word peace means one thing to an American and another to the communist. The word church has all kinds of associations to various people. The term church is no exception to some people than any other word. By large, this expression is as meaningless to the unbelievers 
as a left-handed monkey wrench is to most of our wives. Most people would associate this term with Sunday stained glass, stained glass windows and sermons. Many people today have arrived at their own perception of what the church really is. And many don't want anyone interfering with their preconceived notions of God. Help us, Lord. Today, the word church is often used differently than the way the scripture defines it. We tend to think of a building with a steeple, a morning service, or evening service, or just simply a get-together fellowship. In the Bible, however, church means a body of believers under the authority of their leader, Jesus Christ. Let's go to Colossians 1, 18 through 20 in the Message Bible. He was supreme in the beginning. And leading the resurrection parade, he is supreme in the end. From the beginning to end, he's there, towering far above everything and everyone. So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things, animals and atoms, get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of his death, his blood, that poured down from the cross. See, the church has three purposes. Worship of the Lord, ministry to believers, and outreach to an unbelieving world. We should be both personally and corporately devoted to God. Our aim shouldn't be more focused on getting people to God. It should be more focused on taking Jesus to them. See, we are people of destiny purposely placed by God to be deeply involved in today's culture. We have been strategically deployed into a hungry world to bring the presence of Jesus into the very heart of society. We are living in some trying times, and we are, I say we are the prophetic community that has been called into a world that is falling apart. To bring God's perspective into the world's devastation and respond when people call on the Lord to be saved. The gifts of the Holy Spirit were designed for the streets for moments like today. They weren't given just for Christians to work on each other. The gift of the Spirit is how Jesus works through us to touch the life of hurting people. Remember, we have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We are filled with the Spirit of God. We are living in this window called the Lost Day. We are strategically placed here by God. And my question to you is, are you open for business? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us, Lord, to go beyond our normal, Father, dear Lord, and to touch the hearts of those who are considered unnormal, Father. Reach those considered unreachable and touch those who need a touch. In Jesus' name, amen.